Jesus' name. The intercessors have prayed, created atmosphere. So let's get into it. So New Beginnings, let's go to 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5. It's going to be some new beginnings for my team yesterday. It took an L. So, so <laughs> you, had to, you had to get that off of me so I could preach the sermon, right? You know, so I think I handled it well last night, didn't I? I just walked out, just all calm, cool, and collected. I did think it through a little bit, though, you know. Yeah, I just had little visions at night, you know. Run the quarterback option. No, <laughs> All right, so 2 Corinthians 5, 17, uh, it says, uh, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Uh, if any man be in Christ, the anointed one and the anointed, submerged inside. When you see in, if any man be inside Christ. You know, so sometimes we'll take that, Minister Sam, and we'll go, well, uh, you know, uh, old things are passed away. All things become new. No, 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 no. If any man be in Christ, right? And so then the thought is, well, you know, I, I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, so I'm always in Christ. No, you're not. You know, the scripture says you can neglect your salvation in Hebrews 2. Did you know that? Yes. You can neglect uh, uh, Christ trying to submerge himself in your life, right? And then uh, Romans 12, 2, we read this scripture this morning in the uh, discipleship class, the master life class, uh, the disciples' personality. We are, we're talking about God's will versus our will. And it's God's will that people be at the master life class at 915. Our will is we sleep a little longer. It's probably God's will for me not to be so sarcastic. <laughs> I'm sure it's your will too. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but it is it is to to to, to uh, new beginnings like re oh let, let me just we're gonna get into it a little bit later so I don't have to expound. So Romans twelve two it says and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and that you may prove what is the good and acceptable perfect will of God. Right, and so we said that uh, a new beginning requires a new mindset. We said that uh, why because it's difficult to embrace the new when you're anchored in the old. It's difficult to embrace the new when you're anchored in the old. So we want new things and new things to happen in our life, but we're holding on to old ways, right? The Bible says you can't put uh, new wine in old wineskins, as, as it says. But it's, 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 uh, it's going to, uh, this year is going to be an end. Um, no, I'm sorry. My wife had quoted this statement. She said that it's going to be the end uh, of a lot of things that we're doing. And she said, or, or are we going to take some of the old stuff into our new beginnings? So we're going to end, we're going to finally end old habits, old ways, old rebellion, old flesh, old mindsets. Are we finally going to put it to an end? Old laziness, old slowfulness, old uh, worrying and confusing worst case scenarios, uh, Gerard at the game. Uh, are we going to leave that stuff in the past or are we going to bring it in the future? Now, how do we bring it in the future? A lot of times we bring it in the future because we go, this is just the way I am, Gerard at the game. 
right? So guys, like yo, Gerard, you you with family? Like ho ho. I said, no no no. We don't. You know, the game just started. <laughs> Toy, am I right? I was like, the game. You know, I was gonna get you right. Yeah, I was like, the game just started, man. Like, we're like, like, give him a chance. <laughs> like, like, so, you know, uh, but, but the thing is, our thought could be, hey, I've, I've always been this way. And this is what God is saying. God's saying, I have a new beginning for you, but the way you've always been is not going to be able to embrace what I have for you. Amen. So you're going to have to let, let go of some things. And we all have to do it. I went through a situation uh, some years ago. Uh, I uh, broke my patella. Uh, this, is, I was, this is year 2000, so I guess I was 38. Just playing basketball, guy ran into my knee and broke my patella. Not to be gross, four-fifths of my patella was on my thigh. My, my tendon, you know, because you're tendon, you know, you're tendon, uh, you know, it, it holds the kneecap in place, I guess, or whatever, but it covers. Well, it's shredded. They said, the doctor said it was spaghetti. And so, 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 uh, <laughs> so, okay, so they took me to the hospital. Uh, so I'm cracking jokes. When, I, when I'm in pain, I crack a lot of jokes. So what I was saying, oh, broke my patella, go to the hospital. So my wife had a level of sympathy, but also a level of relief. <laughs> so the relief was, Oh, you definitely ain't playing no more basketball now. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, you know, you come home, you know, you, coming up in my thirties, come home, busted lip. Uh, one time I came home. Uh, well, no, I didn't come home. She, she, uh, yeah, I did come home from the hospital because a guy elbowed me in my eye and uh, had to get stitches. I think that happened a couple times. I got stitches uh, or snap your ankle, whatever the case may be. So. <laughs> so she was like, so babe, you know, I just think you should stop playing, you know. And so that day, it was kind of like, almost like I see I told you kind of, you know. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. God has a, a way of telling you things. That's what it was, yeah. So this, this is the first entry to God has a way of telling you things. And so then... uh in my mind, I didn't, I'm, I'm in pain, so I didn't really get a chance to express it to her. But in my mind, I'm like, see, here we go again. It's God has a way of telling me that. I just broke my knee playing basketball. You know, I mean, it's a part of the sport. You know, you, their injury is a part of the sport. So then uh, I talked to somebody else. You know, God has a funny way of telling you things. Because, see, they couldn't play at 38. Not my wife. My wife, obviously, my wife wasn't playing. But I'm saying the, the, the ballers, you know, that, you know, they would see me. Man, Keith, when you going to give it up? Oh, no, you on the sidelines because you out of shape and you can't play. You know, that's okay. I think this is okay. I, I, I'm, I'm still giving it to them, you know. So, you know, the, am I lying, Ray? Okay, all right. So, Ray was there. He, he, all right, so, so, uh. Then somebody else came to me. God has a funny way of telling you things. So I'm like, listen, it ain't all spiritual, right? I just broke my knee. So then we had this visitor from Trinidad. He's a, a, a pastor from Trinidad. Uh, he comes up to me. Keith, what happened to you, man? Now, now, now I'm in my little, my, little, my little brace. What happened to you, man? I said, man, well, I broke my knee playing basketball. God has a funny way of telling you things. But when he said it, 
it's like an arrow hit me right in my chest. <laughs> so I get in the car, uh, driving home. I said, Lord, are you trying to tell me something? He says, well, not that I got your attention. <laughs> and so he, 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 gave, he, he had this list of uh, things that, I, that he needed me to work on. Now, when I saw the list, I'm like, is this for me? The first thing on the list was pride. I had no reputation of being a prideful person at that point in my life. No one came up to me, dude, if you just get that pride out, you know, like no one ever said that. You know, it was like, you know, I, I would hear things about humility and stuff like that. You handled that well. So I, I'm looking at this like, God, God now. God, Holy Spirit, I don't know who's telling me this, but y'all talking about the wrong person. Now, I'm not the only one that thinks these things. I'm just using me. Right? So, uh, so then I come to church the next day. I was a personal assistant, armor bearer, ministered to church. But I always had a front row seat at that point. So when I get to the church, and then, and then when I first got hurt, I had a front row seat with an extra chair. Brooklyn had my own extra chair to hold my, my, my leg up, up front. You know, you know, first class service. So I, so I get to the church, and the usher was like, uh, I said, oh, so, so where you want me? But I, I had a... Now, I know this now, but I, I didn't think at the time. But I had like almost like a, yo, yo, where you want me at? You know, knowing somewhere in this range is where I'm going to be sitting. He says, well, we talked to uh, one of the administrators. We thought about moving you further in the back. <laughs> I didn't say it out loud, but what, what came in my, in my spirit was, uh, uh, because I got hurt, should I be punished? I was playing for the church basketball team when I got hurt. So I was like, so I'm getting unfairly pushed to the back because I got hurt sacrificing myself for the church? <laughs> I didn't say this out loud, though. So then I heard the Holy Spirit say, come on, Mr. Humble. You humble, right? So then I just, I, you know how you... If somebody tell you you're not being humble, now you check yourself and immediately get humble. Maybe you don't do that, but I did it. All right. So, so I just check myself. Oh, I'm humble. I got to be humble. Got to look humble. Got to act humble. Right. You know. Right. So then the guy said, the next thing he says, okay, so tell you what, we're going to put you over here. So we had this huge church, 3,500 people. We had a sound booth here, but it was a sound booth over here for the, the praise team or whatever. They put me behind the sound booth. Worst seat in the house. You can't see nothing. So I thought, sure, because I'm a, I'm a, a armor bearer, personal assistant, the pastor would come out and go, why we got Keith over there? Hey, 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 I've told this story before. Hey, man, get Keith a seat up front. No, 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 he didn't say nothing. <laughs> I stayed in that spot until I healed. Matter of fact, uh, that's when uh, uh, my wife's sister was alive and she was dealing with an MS. So she rolled up in a wheelchair next to me. Brother Keith, I'm going to be sitting with you. <laughs> you know, like, so I love my sister. We, 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 we were tight. But I was like, I don't even want, I don't even want to sit here. <laughs> like you say, you sit with me like this is a privilege. I don't want to sit here. Now, I said that to say uh, the Lord showed me again. Come on, Mr. Humble. So I realized there was levels of pride in me that I couldn't see. But the Lord said, if you stop right here in your life, this little bit of pride ain't going to hurt you. 
But if you want to go where I'm taking you, you got to get rid of this little pride too. Now, how does that line up with the new beginnings? For me to get what, what God had for me, I had to let go of every level of pride. Even the pride that I couldn't see. Nate, they still think I'm talking about me. <laughs> no. See, there's, there, there, there's stuff that God's trying to get out of us that's stopping us from getting our new beginnings. We, we good? Yeah. All right, good. good. Just make sure everybody here. All right, so, so again, we read to you last week Psalm 71, 20 through 21, which I, I pulled from a teacher Misty did during our fast week. Uh, the New Living Translation says, you have allowed me to suffer much hardship, but you will restore me to life again and lift me up from the depths of the earth. Now, again, uh, you know, we got this thing where people talk about God's uh, providential will, permissive will, all these different wills that people be talking about. Basically, you have a God's will and you have a your will. And a lot of times when we're going through suffering it's because we made choices. Like, like, like uh, you know, we were talking about this the other day. A lot of times we, we no, we were talking about this in 915. We were talking about God's will, how we dog out Jonah because Jonah was disobedient. God told him to do something. He ended up in the well. He ended up in the ship. And then they threw him out of the ship because the, the ship was being tossed through storms because somebody was outside of God's will, right? And there's like somebody here, like even they knew. These people didn't even live for God. They was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Listen, let's just stop all the drama. Let's be honest here. This right here is the God. And somebody here is outside of his will, basically being disobedient. So, so who is it? Now, 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 we ain't bother the God at all. Like, we ain't, front, we ain't trying to do his will. But somebody here is in here fronting. Jonah's like, man, it's me. He said, you want, he wanted your storm to stop, toss me out the boat. So he, he, he went out the boat. We know the story of him being in the well. I ain't talking about the cartoon version. I'm talking about the real deal version. So, so he, huh? You going to get a specific fish? Jeopardy. You know, you, you, know, you know, we got our resident Jeopardy. He's going to tell you the exact name of the fish. Uh, you know. <laughs> Come on, man. I got to finish my sermon, man. The point still is good. Do, do we need to get a... All right, thank you. All right, this is my guy. All right, so, I mean, it's good, good, good information, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. All right, so, so we know, we actually know the story of Jonah. But what we talked about this morning, though, was Jonah needs to get some credit. Credit for recognizing the reason why I'm going through what I'm going through is because I'm outside of God's will. Like, do we do that? Like, like so, so, there's a lot of craziness happening. Do we go, man, I need to get in God's will? Or do we go, see, Terrence, if you hadn't did what you did, this wouldn't be happening to me. So that means I'll be fine if Terrence get himself together. Right? Or, man, if my parents would have did a better job of parenting, they would have been prospering, and I wouldn't be in this mess in the first place. Should have got a better job. Right? Got me in the hood with these fools. It's all it's there for. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be getting bullied if you wouldn't have me in this this school district, you know, 
get a better job. I can go, right? It's always somebody else. You know, me, you, you leave me with these strangers, these foster parents in the city of New, New Jersey. Don't y'all know better? I need to be with my family. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always something else. But the choices I was making, wasn't nobody there but me. The choices I was making, wasn't nobody there but me. See if they take this time. The choices I was making, wasn't nobody there but me. Y'all know I ain't just talking about me, right? That was Patanza, sweetheart, just for the record. I just want to make sure we know who's signifying over there. Right, right. so, but if we're like Jonah, the first thing we're saying is, ah, if this craziness is happening, I need to get back in God's will. Seem like people overlooking me. No favor, no nothing. I need to get back in God's will. Oh, oh, in some cases, I need to just get in God's will. I've never been there. <laughs> I, need to go, I need to go spend some time in God's will, right? All right, so we got that, right? We good, right? So, so the suffering that he allowed, he allowed, because think about this. You know, your parents do this sometimes. Uh, I used to do it with my son. Uh, son, I need you to do this. Uh, you know, he wouldn't say it, but on the inside, man, ain't nobody doing that. And I just watch, I just watch it manifest. I was coaching him basketball. Son, I need you to do this. And he start coming out court, like not listening to nothing he's doing. After he got ripped about five times, you know, uh, almost blew the entire game. Then he just come back to the car later. This is a true story, son. He's like, Dad, I see what you're saying. So why did I allow it? Why not bail him out? Because I wanted him to come back to doing what was best, not as a punishment. So God allows it because he's like, well, if you're going to go outside of my will, then I'm going to allow everything that takes place outside of my will until you decide to get back in my will. Like you're telling me to run, leave my, my throne to go cover you outside of my will, my, my narrow way, Matthew 7, 13. I already told you it's hell raining out there. I told you to stay under my tabernacle, to stay in my presence, to stay under my oversight. You decided to do what was pleasing to you. So, so what God is trying to say now is, I've allowed some things, but I'm, 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 I'm going to give you a new beginning, a reset. Everything I have for you is still waiting on you. But guess what? It's waiting on you. Not the compromised version, not the sellout version, not the, not the fleshly version, the carnal version, carnally minded. That's fleshly minded. No, waiting for the you that I designed. That's all in my will, right? That's, that's going to be in Christ. Remember, we just talked about being man be in Christ, submerged in Christ, right? All right, so, so with that in mind, so, so uh, Isaiah, some of this is review, but Isaiah 43, 19 says, God saying, I'm going to do a new thing. God, and actually, if you look at it, God's whole design is doing something new. That's what it means to be a creator, right? If you're creating something, it hasn't existed. So he designed us to be creative, to do things that haven't been done, to, to discover things, songs. I, I was listening to them yesterday. They was creating a, a song. You know, they had a little exercise where there's a song. Uh, can I say? 
yeah, it's, it's, it's about new beginnings. So they all just, they was just flowing yesterday. You know, just, I was, I was in there in a meeting. I was listening to it. I, was, I thought it was, a, you know, a cover song or something, you know. But they, you know, they, they created, it's, they're tapping into their, their God-given design, creating something new. Instead of looking for what's already been done or doing what's already been done. Yeah, you know why? You know why it seems impossible? Because what it takes to get you out of it has not been done. And sometimes, so in some cases, you've never seen nobody get pulled out of the situation you're in. You know why? Because you're going to be the first. Because God's always doing something new. He's using you to do something new. Right? All right. So good, good. All right, so God wants us to return to, uh, he wants to do something new. So, so God wants to do something new, but he's looking for a new us. So he needs us, see, a new beginning, a new start, a fresh start. He wants us to return to um, serving purpose. So, so plan off a of purpose, plan off of his will and his design. Uh, not tradition, not careers, not ego, but purpose. So, so, so we say tradition, careers, and ego. You know, let's start with ego. A lot of times we're playing off of trying to keep up with folks. You know, I have a, a ah, I have somebody I know that I'm close to, and uh, man, this person is extremely talented. Actually, some of the things they achieved, no one in 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 uh, that we're close to has achieved it. But instead of taking advantage of the opportunity, they got pulled with ego to try to keep up with peer pressure. But all the all the peers are like, oh, you think you all that? Are you all right? Oh, so you can't roll with us now? No, I can't roll with you. I'm trying to achieve something. Y'all hanging out, doing nothing, smoking, drinking. I have an opportunity to go anywhere in the world, anywhere in the country for what I'm, I'm skilled at doing. No, I'm not, I'm not kicking in with you. Birds of a feather flock together and fly to the same destination. I ain't trying to fly with y'all. If you're going where I'm going, yeah, well, I can hang with you. But... That's not what he did. He was, it was more important to feed his ego and to get, res, or I call it get respect among fools, than to get respect from God and fulfill his design. Instead, it was more important for him to be influenced than to be an influence. But if you challenge this person, they'll have a hardness like, what? Ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do? Obviously, that's not true. People are pulling you out of your dream. Why did you invest it in it in the first place if you didn't want to do it? If the, the, the first sign of an obstacle comes, you're going to turn around from it. Okay, all right. All right, just stay, stay with me. Stay with me here. Stay with me. So we want to get back to serving purpose. Let's go to Romans 8. Romans 8. New beginnings, right? New beginnings. Look. Now, 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 there's a word in here called know that's real, going to be real important. Uh, verse 28, 828. It says, and we know. See, see, it's important. We always talk about operating in the knowing. The Bible says you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. First John uh, 2, 20. You have an unction from the Holy One. You have a, a unction is a knowing. And you just know that no matter how it looks, uh, Minister Lamar, no matter how it looks, you have a knowing that what God has for me is for me. No matter how long the wait, what God has for me. No matter how many people are prospering ahead of you. You know, in this life, there's always going to be somebody prospering ahead of you. 
Not because they're better than you, it's because it's their turn. That doesn't stop with guys for you, but we think it's like one blessing. So when Lewis get the blessing, oh man, Lewis done got the blessing. So either we tear Lewis out of the blessing, hate him out of it, right? Or we give up on our lives and be depressed because Lewis done blessed, man. Dog, I thought I was going to get there before Lewis. Lewis done got the blessing. Ain't no more blessings. Really? <laughs> are, are we serious right now? But that's how we think. But look at what's happening for them because their road is different. But look, but I don't understand. They're doing, and, and they're evil, and they're evil. Why is this happening for them and not happening for me? Listen, how many people you know that's, that's, I'm talking about successful and it could be singing, it could be acting, it could be athletics, and you see them crash and burn. Before you saw them crash and burn, do you know about seven, eight years ago, people was going, well, I don't understand why it's happening for them and it's not happening for me. Because God doesn't want you to just taste it. He doesn't want you to visit it. He wants you to live there, grow there, and actually reproduce there. That costs more. Think about what you've really been dreaming about lately. If you, if you haven't allow the devil to steal your dreams. We're going to get to dreams here in a second. But think about what you've been dreaming about. If you got it, would you handle it? Like right now, just about everybody in here can go to the mall with no problem. But suppose God put you on that platform where you can't go nowhere near the mall without a mob. What you going to do then? All this money you've been dreaming about. Will God see you anymore? Honorable mention. Will he get a shout out? Because you got all his money. Will you still love God? Will you still think, man, I just, I got to be in church. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we're at church to get something. When you get it, will you still be coming? Now, now, I just want you to picture, because I, I just, I just, I look at people that everywhere they go and, 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 and honestly, they have options. So, so for God, you chose me and you have options. You ain't choosing God and he is the only option in some cases. I, I didn't say no names, but some cases people aren't choosing God. He's the only option. So what you going to do when you have tremendous amount of options? When pretty much every weekend you can go on vacation and not miss a beat financially. What you going to do then? Are you going to go on vacation every week? Or are you going to spend time, God, in this house? Now, now uh, who said it? Somebody said it this week. A lot of people say what they're going to do until they get into the situation. You said it? Did you, did you say it? <laughs> they're picking with you like, why can't you just let that go? Why you had to let, why you had to let everybody know you said it? <laughs> they're picking with you. Yeah, yeah, teacher's pet. No, I was just <laughs> 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 right? So, 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 so I, I, I want you to process through that as we get into what we're talking right now, because it's not just a return to purpose. I didn't finish reading the scripture. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to them who love God and to them who are called according to, and we, you know, we know this here by now, the church in harmony with his purpose, right? So if we're in harmony with his purpose, everything is working out for our good. 
And so we were talking about earlier today in the the uh, the um, nine fifteen master life class. If there's sorrows, if there's craziness, could it be you just not harmonized with His purpose or His will? You ever? Because the Bible says the blessings of the Lord maketh rich, and addeth no sorrow to him. Now that's not one of them phrases. You know, you know, back in the old church, people people be saying phrases that ain't in the Bible. We was talking about that earlier, right? Right. No, no, it's in the Bible. Proverbs ten twenty two. I didn't make that up. That's not. That's not. I ain't pull that out of no hymn. I ain't grab that from no song. That's God's word, which is his will, right? And then it says, but those that, it says, charge them that are rich in this world, you know, that, that watch out for focus on riches, uh, first, first uh, Timothy 6. It says, uh, this is, for the love of money is the root of all evil. It didn't say money is the root. The love of money, because this says, love God and in his harmony with his purpose. The opposite of that be love money, and in harmony with the world. It says, so, so uh, first, first Timothy 6.10, it says, the love of money is the root of all evil. It says, and those that covet after money, it says, it's pierced themselves through with many sorrows. That's not, that's not another phrase I got over him. That's not my own personal opinion. That's what the Bible says. It, so it didn't say money. It said the love of money. What it's saying is love God. So, so, so still back to our will versus uh, our flesh or, or our self-will. If, if our will is harmonizing with God and putting God first and loving God and in harmony with his purpose, money ain't no issue because they just be serving you. But if our focus is money, we're going to be serving it. Some of us are doing that now, right? So I got a couple of mm-hmms and one amen. Okay, all right. All right, so... All right, so, so, so this new beginning is a return to serving purpose. It's also a return to living in vision and purpose, which, which I like to call God dreaming. So, 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 so our new beginning is going to be living in vision and purpose or God dreaming, or, or as we talked about here when I taught on dreams, no, excuse me, a couple years ago, it was uh, you have to touch a dream every day. You got to be playing off of that. Because it's so easy to get out of sight, out of mind, get caught up in circumstances and changes. But when I say your dream, I'm saying God's dream for your life. So when I say God dreaming, it's different than flesh dreaming or self dreaming. God dreaming is I'm playing off of the, the dream that God gave me. See, because that's going to keep you through the hurdles. Uh, after me and you, I think me and Stella was having a conversation. And so, so when I met my wife, God said, that's my wife. It's a part of the dream. So I didn't care what was going on. That's my wife. And y'all know the story. Pastor Mel was really working through some things at the time, really deciding, really trying to, trying to discover. We probably talk about this in relationship boot camp next month, but uh, really trying to discover that, that this is the dream. So at church, how we met at church and God made sure we recognize each other. Y'all know some of the stories, Supernatural. So at that moment, God was going, bam, serendipity, whatever you want to call it. Hey, this is the dream. So we're, we're in the spirit, right? We're at church, right? So she leaves church, and all of a sudden, she loses sight of the dream. Though the scripture says, those that, <laughs> look, those that behold, when you're around God, you behold yourself in the mirror. It says, you're changing to his image day by day. 
It says, it says if you hear the word and, 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 and a doer the word, you're fine. But it says if you hear the word but don't do it. So you heard what God said in church. You don't do it. It says you can go his way or go the opposite way and forget what man of man you were. So she forgot what God revealed to her at church. So she goes back and gets back in a relationship that she broke up with, which was God. As uh, soon as she left church, these guy was, first of all, he went at church with her. That should have been a sign. Right? He waiting for her when she gets out of church with the sympathy. Oh, this is, this is recorded, isn't it? Well, no, nah, this is my perspective. It might be wrong, but just for effect, I'm going to say it anyway. I call it the sympathy hustle. You know, like, oh, you know, can we get back together? Whatever. Man, I, don't, I ain't trying to dog nobody out, so I can't really say what I say to her. But y'all, y'all, y'all can envision it yourselves, right? So, so now, now I'm dealing with, now, first I was dealing with somebody I just met, and she had to trust if I was the one. Now I'm dealing with another layer of you with somebody that you ain't supposed to be. He's a nice guy, but he's just so nice. And then Christmas, he buys her $1,500 worth of uh, Christmas gifts. And I was start, I, I moved to Ohio. I was from New Jersey. I was starting my life completely over. I ain't had no time to be buying no fish. I had just started the job. <laughs> so we met in October. I had only been working on the job for six months. Man, nobody trying, 1500 I was like, well, God, if you said that's my wife, she's going to be my wife because I'm not spending no $1,500. <laughs> I said, not because I was cheap. I ain't have it. You're like, you know, because if you could compete, you'd be like, oh, $1,500, that's nothing. I'm going to buy you a $3,000 ring or something. No, I, I don't even know. Did I get you anything? <laughs> I just thought about that. I, wait, did, are you saying that for effect? I'm serious. <laughs> Babe, you, you ain't got to say that loud. Don't say it. Don't say it. Whisper that. Okay. Good. Look. Boy, I tell y'all, boy, Re- yeah, reality TV show. All right, so, so but, but the whole point is I had to know that that was my wife, right? I had to know that I had to play off of no matter what. And, and, and she would call, she would call, well, what do you think about the relationship? I was like, conflict of interest. I can't tell you what I think about the relationship. <laughs> like, why are you asking? And then she would get mad. Remember, she was like, well, I just want to know what you think. I was like, why are you getting all upset? I was like, it's a conflict of interest. I said, so I can't, I, listen, if you believe he's nice and he the one, fine. Because I believe if that's my wife, that's my wife. Now, I mentioned my wife, if that's your life, that's your life. If that's your dream, that's your dream. And what keeps you locked in is God told you. What keeps you on that roller coaster ride, changing jobs, starting 17 different businesses, changing what your purpose is, is God didn't tell you. And as much as you confident and you stick your chest out to tell people, well, this is what I believe I'm supposed to do. Okay, where was that when you changed it? You know, in the early years, uh, you know, entrepreneurial, my wife said, babe, I really think we should do this. I know she would sell that thing too. Boy, she, cause you know, she has a sales, she, y'all know y'all sales people, right? Right, you know, so she got that sales, sales personship in her. And so I, you know, I'll just go with it and then, Later on, it's like, nah, I just don't think this is the... But babe, like, you was, like, serious. Like, like you, you almost broke me down to do that. 
right? So we do this. Like, we, we break people. I know. Let, don't be trying. You need to support me. <laughs> Where's all that passion when the hurdle comes? <laughs> See, you know, you know what a passion is? Passion gone because it was fueled by self-will, not God's will. So when the new beginning is, hey, can we just start this? Hey, hey, everybody gets, hey, do over, do over. <laughs> right? Do over. Everybody get a do over. But the do over is we're going to start with God's will. So now we're going to be more consistent. Now we won't be depressed and sad because that's amazing to me how I'm doing what I want to do, but I'm depressed. Or, or, or you ever see people snapping all the time? Or, or what's this little little frozen stoicness. <laughs> what is that? Because when I seen you participating in what you thought you liked, you, there, was, there, was, there was some pop, you know. <laughs> you know, it's some, some type of, it was a little, little, hey, how you doing today? You doing all right? Yeah, yeah, because what? You had a good game or something. You know, or, you know, you got a couple dollars, a check came in the mail. Where's that, that same swag you should be all the time because you're doing what you want to do. So, so, so let's step back. Let's do a Jonah and step back. All right? Can we do that? Is that okay? That's the ministers. Can we just step back? Let's evaluate this thing. <laughs> like, do I have peace? Do I feel like, oh, man, I'm in a wonderful relationship with God? All the people that I know are in a relationship with God. Am I flowing with them? When I see them, am I excited? Hey, Stella, how you doing? Or am I like, oh, God, here she goes. She's going to talk about Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like just just, just take a step back. You know, when I, if, when I go to church and they pumping me up, you know, to pump up, you know, hey, everybody, wait, 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 ho, 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 ho. I got a word. Everybody going to be millionaires at the end of the year. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, like, but come the next week. Uh, I know I told y'all last week everybody's going to be millionaires. Uh, it's going to be at a cost. See, that's what I'm, see, see, everybody don't have to be going through costs. God paid the price for me. Man, I'm going to another church, man. I just need to be inspired, man. Everybody try to be challenged all the time, stretched. Why well, I got to do something? I've been through enough. See, 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 now that's our gauge. But if we, if we rolling, I tell you right now, we rolling, I can tell you, listen, we're going to be at service every day this week. So you just closed the deal for 70 million. I come to you, listen, we got to be at church every day this week. Look, you in the back going, that's all? Because you just rolled 70 million, right? So you got a different pop. What? That's right. You need me to be here. Man, I don't understand, Pastor, why people don't come to church every day. <laughs> right? It's a whole other swag, right? You know, we, you know, people, people, we're trying to build a building. They're going to talk to you about it later. Try to build a building, and people start talking about, well, okay, this is what we need to build a building. Flow is your lead. Nothing, because that, that's my flow is. Flow is your lead. Don't, don't, be, don't be getting enticed and stuff like that. But then you're... you're, you're you just got your 70 million deal. Flow as we led. Nah, pastor. 
Everybody needs to, you know, how, how many families we got? Oh, at least 5,000 apiece. We pay this thing off. What? What's wrong with y'all? Your flow totally different, right? What I'm saying is, how come you ain't rolling like that all the time? Because right now, we're living out our choices. So we should be thrilled, right? Like, I'm thrilled because I'm living out my choices. Right? Amen, sister? <laughs> you know, Pastor Mel going to say amen. He's like, yeah, be obedient. All right, all right, so good. <laughs> You know, Pastor Mel, so y'all be trying to get on me. Pastor Mel be coming in like stealth. Right. <laughs> she got that big Kool-Aid smile. You know, she don't look like she going to cut you. You be like, am I bleeding? <laughs> Pastor Mel, did you just stab me? <laughs> That's how I be coming across, right? Especially the guys, boy, they, you know, when, we, when they first came to counsel, Mr. Lamar, you know, he, he from the, ch the, the old church where, you know, the women can't say nothing. So he was in, he was in, the, uh, in the counsel session. He ain't said, but he was looking like, what's wrong with this dude? <laughs> Letting this woman speak. Man, he better get himself together. Uh, we, we get out of here. We definitely ain't come back to this counsel. She talked too much. She ain't going to be saying nothing. You know, that like it's, it's, it's something in us. But anyway, that was, a, that, I'm sorry. That, that, I know, I know, I digress. Sorry. All right, so we return to playing off a of God's dream. Return to touching the dream daily, which is God's will. And see, a knower would be able to do that. A knower wouldn't just let the dream fade because of hurdles and circumstances. Uh, Venetia was saying that we was talking about um, in the Master Life class how Look at all that Jesus went through, the, 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 the stripes and the beatings and the abuse. And, you know, I mean, he was in, a, uh, in the, uh, the garden. He was like, uh, Lord, if it's your will, let this cup pass from me. They already showed you, like, he was like, if this is an option, if this is just a test, cool. No problem. Hey, if you want this to pass, maybe, maybe I was supposed to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> for relief. You know, you said you have not because you asked not. Maybe I didn't ask for relief. So if that's a part of the test, I'm asking for relief. But even said, but nevertheless, not my will, thy will be done. So, but God allowed all that, all those hurdles and all those obstacles. So Venetia was saying she realized like, you know, some of the hurdles and obstacles in her life, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily, it's not necessarily her will. Actually, everybody in the room, we just wanted smooth and easy. Like, leave it up to us? Oh, this is a great path. Oh, sweet. <laughs> like, you know, we just, that's how we want it. And as soon as there's an obstacle. What the? What do we do with this? See, man. I'm just. Like, we just, that's how we all want it. And then we get depressed because there's an obstacle. There's a hurdle. There's a challenge. We have to wait. Right, and now we're tripping. Somebody else don't look like they're getting obstacles. Why can't I roll like them? But you don't know what they're going through. You only paid them attention when it looks like they were shiny anyway. You weren't looking at them when they was going through their hurdles. You wasn't seeing them at their house when they were depressed or when their parent left them. You didn't see that. You just see when everything is going a certain way. 
Hey, you might not have saw their consistency in God's will. They might have been, a, yeah, he was talking yesterday, uh, we was uh, watching the game, and he was, you know, when he gives the testimony, he said he never smoked, drank, or anything in his life. Now, that's, that's amazing. He grew up in my city, Newark, New Jersey. Actually, we need to check his DNA, see if he real. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. Yeah, but, but he was giving that testimony, so something can happen for him, and somebody can go, well, I don't understand why that's happening for Lewis. Uh, you didn't see him resisting the temptation in his life. You seeing the results, but you didn't see the, the, the process. I, I, listen, I, I commend you. I don't know how you did it. I didn't. <laughs> they got me. <laughs> I don't have his testimony. Mine a little different. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? I, had to, I went through those things. But then, none of y'all never seen that. Actually, so I moved to Ohio, 91, it's 29. Nobody in Ohio had ever seen me not saved. So anybody you talk to in Columbus, Ohio, you know, through the years of ministry, all they, all they knew was one Keith Bradley, God and Jesus and the Word. And they could see stuff happening and go, you know, well, I don't understand. But no one saw the, the, the Newark, New Jersey life. Nobody here has seen none of that. But it happened. It's a process. You see what I'm saying? So we don't know everybody's story. We just see their glory. I'm going to tell you what this, what this story is. They kept going. They kept moving. They didn't allow hurdles and obstacles to have them turn around and give up. They didn't get weary and well-doing. If you see their glory, they endure it. We talked about the guy talk, right? Resilience, right? Right? Enduring. The scripture says those that endure to the end shall be saved. Experience salvation, deliverance, help, aid, wholeness. Everything they could possibly ever believe. But it costs something. We, we, I Me and you were talking about it. And we were talking about, uh, we talked about something that we talked about guy talk. But faith. The Lord gave me a definition for faith a long time ago. It's an enduring belief. It's not just faith in the moment. Scripture says it just shall live by faith. Romans 1.17, it's a faith life. And, and, and then the Lord gave me this picture of an exchange that has to take place. It's, all, it's an exchange. So everything God has for you, your blessings, your favor, and the thing you're believing for, it's, it's, it's all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, Ephesians 1.3. It's waiting, it's waiting for you. The Bible says when a son of man comes, shall he find faith. So let's look at uh, uh, God or Christ as, uh, well, I don't want to use the, the Christmas guy. Uh, so let's pick somebody else. Just somebody that has all, all the stuff you have for. He's a courier of all your blessings and favor. So when he shows up, the Bible says, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith? So he has the blessings. Do you have the faith to exchange? Or did you give up on the faith? Did you let your faith get broken down? Satan desires to sift you as weak, but I'm praying that your faith fails not. Luke 22, 31. Trying to break your faith down. Think about the times when, remember, how many had this testimony? Man, I remember I used to be all in church, man. Man, I used to be faithful. Yeah, I was on everything. I was really believing, man. You know, and then, you know, I just fell off a little bit as if it was an option. What really fell off? Your faith. Because at the time that you're, we're most consistent, we believe in the outcome. When we lose our consistency, we almost like, eh, 
it might happen, it don't happen. Listen, I'm not going to take no chance. I'm going to have my little fun now, right? We get weary and well-doing, right? right? So that faith is, you, got, you always hear this, this term, hold on to your faith. See, New Beginnings is, uh, I did a teaching in Wagesboro called uh, 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 Faith, Comeback Player of the Year, <laughs> right? It's a return to faith. This whole life is about faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For those that diligently seek him have to know that he is. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, he, so, so when he shows up, he's like, okay, I have all this stuff in heavenly places. Uh, I just need your faith. That's, that's your exchange currency. Title deed is what it says in Hebrews uh, 11, right? That's, it, that's your exchange. So when he comes, will you be in faith? Will he find faith? Will you be in the faith? Will you have the faith to exchange or would you have given up already? Right now, some of you, the blessings uh, just drove by you this week. It kept just driving by, but it's looking for the faith signal. You sure this the street, man? I'm on the street. I don't see no faith on the street. Well, just hang out for a while. If you don't see faith, let's keep on going. It's, it's come back to the warehouse. You know, the post office. They come by to deliver some, some, some packages they can't deliver. So he take it back to the, take it back to the post office. Leave you a, a ticket to exchange. You just have to show up with some ID. Some people got that. Some people didn't. <laughs> right? So that's what so, so that's what's happening. Like stuff, to, stuff is hovering all the time, looking for faith. Do you have it? See that woman with the issue of blood, Mark chapter 5, right? She, 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 uh, it said she's had that issue for 12 years. Now, she wavered in her faith sometime because what it said was that she gave all that she had to physicians, to doctors, to man. Mark chapter 5, you know. And then it said she heard Jesus was coming back into town when he was in town before because he had came in the town and the Bible says he healed all manner of diseases and sickness. But she wasn't in place. She wasn't in faith. Because sometimes we out of place. We out there kicking it. We sleeping. We lazy. She wasn't in place the first time. He came and healed everything in the town. But she was out of place. But when she heard about it, she did a Jonah. We talked about Jonah earlier today. She was like, listen, because I was outside of God's will. That's why I didn't get my healing. But I tell you what, Jesus ever come back in town. He's going to find me in faith, in his will, uncompromising. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, I'm going to be where he should be. I'll be at church. I'll be at Bible study. Listen, listen, I'm going to be on the on on call line. I'm not missing out on my blessing, ever. He came back in town, and there, there was a crowd because everybody had heard what he did the last time. And she was like, listen, ain't no crowd going to stop me. She said, man, if I press through, if I just touch him, if I just touch listen, I don't need him to talk to me. I don't need no familiarity. He don't need no, listen, I, he don't need to drop no oil on me or nothing. Man, if I just touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be made whole. You know what took place that day? It was an exchange. She had the faith to exchange for her healing. But she had to have the faith. She had to hold on to the faith. It was an enduring belief. So this new beginnings, we got to come back to faith. All right, so, 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 so it's a return of faith and faith in, the, in God's dream for your life. 
See, this whole thing is about new beginnings. Like salvation is about new beginnings. Before we're saved, the Bible says we were brought out of darkness into his marvelous light. What was taking place in that darkness? Because we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Um, I know I'm paraphrasing the scripture in Psalm chapter 5. But we're in this world and we come in clouded. We come from this heaven realm and we come in clouded because it's the world of sin. We take, when we accept Jesus, we take in the light. And we start to see, the Bible says, the entrance of the word bring of light gives understanding to the simple. Psalm 119, 130. So we start to see, the first thing we start to see is God's will for our lives. God's dream for our lives. We talked about that in Master Life. When we, when we come into Christ, the first thing is revealed to us is God's dream for our life. Now, listen, don't, don't get offended. Just, just process this. Sometimes we go, well, I don't know what God's will is. See, the scripture says, love me with all your heart, soul, and mind. Now, 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 there's a scripture that talks about heart, soul, and spirit, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. I said heart, soul, and mind. So that means love me with all your heart, but take it deeper. Go, go deeper into your mind. Take it deeper. Go deeper into your, I'm sorry, with all your heart, soul. So t- take it within the heart is the soul and the spirit. So it's saying, take it deep into the soul. Within the soul, go deep into your mind. That means with everything in you, love me. Give me all of you and I'll pour all your dream on you. But sometimes we give 70%, but we want the full thing. No, God, is, God ain't rolling like that. That 30% will destroy your dream of, of, of self-will. So, so the holdup and delay is all of you. And see, it's tough because the, the devil brainwashers or trained us years ago to not trust anybody, not even God. And so we go into situations like our first thought is, I don't know. Oh, no. Too good to be true. I, we, we was in a situation. And I told my wife, I said, basically, the family never seen it before. So they think it's got to be a catch here. These people, they, they, they don't love like that. It's got to be an angle. Why? Well, they're not playing off of us. They're playing off of what they're used to. When I came to Ohio, I was playing off what I was used to in New Jersey. I didn't trust nothing. I didn't trust my car to be outside. She tell you, I just keep checking outside. Probably like, what, every 20 minutes or every half hour. And I didn't realize what I was doing until she said, like, what are you doing? It's like I'm checking on my car. Duh. (laughs) Then I realized what I was doing. Habit. People. You know, I was raised not to trust nobody. So for most of my, being awfully nice. I don't know. Just keep your eye on that one. Too friendly. (laughs) As opposed to what? Everybody got to be hustling and clandestine? So we, we, we roll like that. And we affect all of our relationships. It affected her relationship with me in the early years. It affected my relationship with her. I was just giving her stuff like, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't want to keep doing that? She might take advantage of you. You don't want her to think it's always going to be like that. So we'll, we'll ration the things that we purchase for her and give to her because we don't want her to take you for granted. Based on what? I've I never been in a relationship with her. It was based on what? Where I have been. And so this new beginnings is, yeah, let go of that old stuff. The scripture says, forget the things that are behind you and press toward the mark of the prize at high calling in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3, 8 through 14. He says, I count it all lost and dung 
for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. So, so you're okay that you, you're really believing and desiring certain things. The challenge is you're trying to, you're trying to obtain a new life looking through old lenses. It just doesn't work. What had, what had happened to me was, key point, it had happened. <laughs> like, we weren't there. Like, I used to tell my wife, remember, we used to eat, like, babe, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, it's Keith, it's Keith. I'm not dumb. I, listen, I don't even know what they did. I wasn't there. I need you to deal with me as me. And that's what's going to happen. Like, like, I get it, man. We didn't give our best of ourselves to situations. People don't play this, hustle us, wheel the deal. That's why it starts with playing off of God. God. God won't put you in no bad situation. Don't play off a of man. Hey, listen, don't trust me. How about trusting God? Ah, now we talking. Just trust God. Listen, not, listen, I, I, listen. Whew, Jesus Christ, we probably... We probably gave away enough money to, to build three houses in, in the last place we was at. And I'm probably underselling it. I mean, whatever, we just, well, y'all already know, we're givers anyway, but, but in an in a, in a environment where you're already a giver and then they're demanding, it's like a part of your, what do you want to call it? Your rite of passage, I just call it that, right? So you just give it. Like, I mean, it ain't no big deal for you to give anyway. So you just you probably give it so much. I'm not, listen, I, I, I'm not tripping on that. So what? She'll tell you. I'm not making this up. I was like, well, babe, you know, God just, God, God says what he has for us, it has for us. So I, I was trusting God. And I'm glad I did because God has more than compensated for maybe what he was desiring others to do and they just took advantage used us but this is the key the key is why don't you just be obedient to God so no matter whether the, the whether people are being obedient to reciprocate what they're supposed to do or not you got God backing you I mean you know it's like getting a loan but you got something back you got somebody backing you so no matter what works out you got this person backing you God is your guarantee that you can't get played. Look, guess what? God is, God is a secure, we don't want to call it a loan. I hate that. Well, just for the, the conversation. But he's your collateral. All right? So, so trust God. And so, so again, this whole thing about salvation begins with new, new beginnings is, it, salvation is new beginnings. Scripture says you must be born again. He's talking to Nicodemus. He said, except you're born of of, of, of John 3. For the sake of time, I'll probably just end right here. I'm going to end with this scripture. Even though I really wanted to talk, to, well, I'll just talk to you about it next week. Uh, John chapter 3. Uh, Jesus uh, answered and said unto, John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So look, 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 the realm and rule of God, God's will for our lives. If I'm not born again, I can't see that. It's hard. So he says, look, new beginnings, I have to be 
born again. So, so look, look at this question. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? It's what a lot of times we say, I'm already, uh, this is how I am. I already wrote like this. I've always been like this. Listen, you just have to get used to this because, but what we're really saying is, I don't believe I can change. It's more comfortable if you just accept me and in, in, in where I'm at than for you to place a, a responsibility and demand on me to grow and to change, right? But it's saying, uh, so that's what Nicodemus was saying. He says, can he enter a second time into his mother's womb? So it's like his excuse. Like, come on, man. You're talking about being born again, man. What am I supposed to go back into my mother's womb? Basically, what you see is what you're going to get. This is it. I can't do nothing with this. I've never been able to do nothing with this. So surely I'm not going to be able to change. So then Jesus answered, verse 5, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the things of God. So not only see the things, you won't be able to possess them, to absorb what God has for you a new beginning. And so he, he broke down the contrast. He said, born of water and of the spirit. And we've talked about this at the church before. Born of water is how when, you, when you're in the mother's, your mother's womb, you're submerged in water. The water breaks and you're birthed into the earth's realm, right? Well, when you're submerged in the spirit, you're birthed into the spirit realm. But you got to be all in. If any man be in Christ, in the anointing one, in the anointing, submerged in the spirit, now he can enter into the things of God. He can experience what God has for him fresh and new. He can get that new start. But you got to be all in. That's, that's the whole salvation is about, a new beginning. Salvation is wholeness. Every aspect of our life, not the compartmental life, whether it's uh, I have a career, I have success, I got props in the hood, whatever the case may be. That's cute. But that's not a whole life. You can't go nowhere outside of the hood to get any respect. There's people that play sports. The only time they get respect is when they're around sports. Because nobody else even knows. Like you can show people your, I can show people my trophies and all types of stuff. They be like, that's nice. Your point is, you show them to my wife like, okay, you got a trophy. You got a prize for playing the game. Because she's always saying, oh, you're a bunch of y'all out there playing? Y'all going to play today? They called you to see if you could go out and play, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's her perspective of it. Hey, come on, you playing games. <laughs> I'm trying to win championships. She's on my, yeah, it's okay. okay I, I see this means a lot to you, but it's a game. You're out there with a ball. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? That's, but that's a perspective. So no matter how many trophies and and how I acquired the trophies and the competition I played the trophies and what level it was. I mean, I played versus pros. She may or may not come to the game. Because you know what? To her, it's still a game. <laughs> it's just a game. Obviously, us fellas, it means, well, actually, when I came home, I was like, well, babe, it was a good fellowship, but our team lost. So she had to, like, Oh, but it was like a all like, okay, you know, back to my TV show. <laughs> you know, you guys are really serious about that. She said that. You guys are really serious about these sports, aren't you? <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? If my whole life was just about sports, my relationship with her and a whole lot of other people, because I know y'all, okay, sports example, uh, Give and go, triple threat. What is that mess? <laughs> it, don't, it doesn't make a difference. Strategies and things like that. So your life has to be bigger than that. 
It's a whole life. And that's what God's trying to get us. It can't just be about the relationship either. So some of us, whether we're in a relationship or not, determines if we're happy. Not whether we're in God's will. You said you need to write that down? Amen. All right? It's not even about God's will. Whether we have a business or not. What type of business? What type of money we got in our pocket? Right? What promotions we got? So, so, so we can go to the people we know. Yeah, how you doing? I ain't seen in a while, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Yeah, pastor, church. Yeah, yeah, senior pastor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good seeing you, bro. Like, almost like, so now I'm somebody? And then in his case, if he ain't in church, don't care about church, he'd be like, why this dude rolling like he's sweet or something? <laughs> you know, senior pastor of a little church over there on the corner. overall perspective, <laughs> right? That's how we roll. Like, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, uh, uh, not too many people have a suit like this. Uh, yeah, I got this, uh, you know, custom to me. Uh, now, it's not custom made. I just got them custom to me, but I ain't gonna tell him that. <laughs> yeah, 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 custom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shadow stripes. <laughs> and he like, it's a suit, man, <laughs> like, <laughs> with material, like, and some people don't even wear suits. Can't, they can't stand a suit. So they don't care. It don't mean nothing to them. Shadow stripe, painted in stripe, <laughs> they don't care. They don't, they don't even know the designers' names. So you could say different designers, you know, I'd I, I be learning stuff, you know, because I ain't know. You know, somebody you say Jimmy Choo, be like, what is that, Chinese restaurant? <laughs> is that a Chinese restaurant? And why they mess up the shoes and put red at the bottom, man? That, you know, you just gonna scuff it up anyway. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like, I messed your shoes up. Like, go and get your Jimmy Choo's. Ain't nobody mess, trying to mess your shoes up. Spend all that money on Jimmy Choo's, some people's salary. Right? But it's perspective. All I'm just saying is perspective. Don't nobody care. If you got a degree from Columbia or if you got a degree from Strayer, some people don't really care. Yeah. It don't make a difference. Right. Ask some people in the same job and one person got a degree from Yale and the other person got a degree online and got a better position yep. <laughs> because they do a better job than the person walk around with their air from Yale. <laughs> Yale. Ivy League. Where'd you go to school? <laughs> that wasn't a school. <laughs> Was that a college? Sounds like a high school to me. <laughs> you understand? I'm, I'm, I'm saying it for perspective. Like, come on, y'all. Let's get back to God's will. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's where we all even out at. Yeah. That's right. Like, that's where we all flow together at. Yeah. In God's will. So now, are you in God's will? Or not? All the other accolades, I don't care how many touchdowns you get, I don't care how many points you score. Are you in God's will? How much money you got? I don't care. Are you in God's will? Right? How many suits you got? What car you drive? Are you in God's will? Now let's play off of that. Now, now we rolling 
in a new beginning because it's not just a new beginning for us. We talked about this last week. It's a new beginning for God. He gets an opportunity to live in our lives, to pour in our lives. He got so much stuff stored up in heavenly places for us. He's like, listen, like, like, it's overcrowded up here. Y'all ain't getting y'all blessings because they're earmarked for my will. All right, stand on your feet. That's all. That's all. Let's pray. Father God, we lift